Hello and welcome to the Valley Advocate Podcast. My name is Dave Eisenstadter. I'm the editor of the Valley Advocate. I'm here with Trumpy, Northampton. Radio extraordinaire. Radio extraordinaire. We're Uh, in my cubicle. Yep. And we're going to talk about weird news. This is what we do. I have a man bites dog story from Florida. This one has a little bit of a twist. Man bites dog story. Can we start guessing where they're from? (laughs) But the guess would always be Florida. Man bites dog while naked and high on meth. Um, so this guy, you know, like, do I even really need to go that much further? No, I mean, we're done. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> next. It's just, a, it's kind of exciting because there's a lot of fun details here. He, Is the dog okay? The dog that he bit was, the cops were called on him and there was a, a canine unit, a dog officer. The officer was basically like yelling at the guy, telling, they were he was like outside in the mud and he was walking around yelling and trying to imitate bird noises. And the cop was trying to subdue him. Cacao. He was so high on meth that apparently he was immune to taser strike, so they brought out the dog. Now, would that be seen as a benefit of meth? It's like a superpower. When you're on meth, you get certain powers and deficiencies, and that's one of the pluses, I guess. But the minuses are that you're completely crazy, and the cops get called on you, and this dog tries to apprehend you, so he bit it, I think on the ear, and I think the dog's okay. Um <laughs> He's char- uh, he, he was finally subdued. He was charged with simple battery on a law enforcement officer, resisting arrest with violence, and aggravated battery on a service dog. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't even know what to say. I have a story for you. I'm going to give you an option. Do you want just like a, a really easy one or one that's like a story? Uh, let's start easy. Let's start with an easy one. Easy. Now, sometimes I bring dumb things into yep. the weird, weird news world, and here is a dumb thing. You can now buy a scarf that looks like a CVS receipt. <laughs> I want to know how that occurred to somebody. Like, is a scarf, like, is, are people using receipts as scarves? Are Interesting they warm? That you say that because I thought, what took so long? <laughs> Okay, well, where's the connection for you then? Why is that so obvious to you and not so obvious to me? The CVS receipt is a part of pop culture at this point. It's mm-hmm. a Halloween costume. People joke about how long it They're is. They're long. We make fun of them constantly about it. I think it's like their marketing campaign at this point. So you Killing think- trees is what <laughs> CVS wants to do, but once you do not forget about them, it just seems like it should just be a, a, an article of clothing. Like, I want a CVS receipt-looking pair of panties for <laughs> so my wife. We did. Uh, we've we've done a couple of fun facts now. That was like a new thing that we did starting I don't know last week or something. Yeah. But I've got a not so fun fact about receipts. You can't recycle them. You know, like they're paper, but they have like some plastic coating that the thermal um, paper. Yeah. That uh, so that so those long CVS receipts are actually truly destroying the environment because CVS, you can't. I like you less now. Yeah. But I'll take the scarf. I've got another Florida story. Uh, please. <laughs> it's pretty easy to get uh, multiple Florida stories, but I, I haven't had like two Florida stories that I've really liked in a little while. And I like both of these. So there was a strange incident that Florida police had to respond to. They There was a report of a woman screaming, let me out, let me out. Oh, oh. So police respond. They get into the house. It's not a woman or a, a human woman. It's a parrot who was 40 years old and had been trained from an early age as a joke to say, let me out, let me out of its cage. Well, uh, apparently, like that, that was mm. my parrot joke, yeah. uh, apparently it was good at mocking. 
Yeah. Mimicking? I, mi- yeah. Well, parrot. They well, mimic, right? It was the, well, they parrot, right? Isn't that what you say when you're like repeating something? Yeah. So was it trained to do that? Yeah. Well, the, well, the kid who owned, I mean, not a kid anymore, but the person as a kid thought it was funny that the like the parrot would say, let me out, let me out. I don't know. I'm just a picture. But yeah. like you can kind right, of picture. Can you do that again? Let me out. <laughs> Let me out. That was Let actually a parrot that we brought into the studio for just this one. That was in Palm Beach County. I Florida. like it. Oh, parrot's name yes. was Rambo. That is the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a Florida story. This wow. It's a threefer. This is great. This is a couple. They've gotten into an argument. They've punched each other in the face. Mm. They're both gone to prison. Would you like to know what they got in an argument over? Yes. They got into an argument over the Kelly Clarkson show. You might have to fill me in because I'm not. Uh, I didn't know there was a Kelly Clarkson okay. show. If that's where you're going, yeah, because that's where I'm at. Kelly Clarkson, she was an American Idol, and she's had some songs, and she's been she's a part of pop culture. Was she the person who got like really drunk on New Year's and was like the like on New Year's she was like rolling on Times Square? Is that not okay? I might be thinking of something completely different. No, that's Don Lemon. <laughs> Okay, so they got into an argument about this show. They what got into what an argument was the argument? Show. Um, you know what? You know, because you like it when I read the whole story. Um, <laughs> I like it. When, I like to know a detail or two. I about skipped that detail. Yeah. I just thought it was dumb. They got in a fight over the Kelly Clarkson show. It was a show that just seemed dumb enough for there not to be a fight over because who knew there's a Kelly Clarkson show to begin with? I definitely did not. Uh, yeah, so that just seemed dumb to me. Yeah. And that's where I left my research of the dumb. Agreed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> Yeah, that could be like a radio thing that like people who, you know, you're like stuck in your your cubicle all day, your your radio studio. I'm stuck. Okay, here's a story about a Canadian person who was upset about a gift that he received. I love upset Canadians. (laughs) He works apparently for like a multi-million dollar company. You know how some companies give out like end of year Christmas holiday gifts or whatever to their, their employees. Apparently... All of their U.S. employees got uh, really nice holiday gift boxes or gift baskets. And all of the Canadian employees just got like one $6 bottle of hot sauce, of get sauced hot sauce. And so the Canadian man tweeted about it, tweeted how upset he was that all he got was this lousy bottle of hot sauce when his peers in the U.S. got something much better. And he was fired. Really? Yeah. Is the parent company Canadian or was it U.S.? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. That's interesting. He got fired for complaining? Well, he tweeted it out yeah. and tagged the company and apparently shamed them. Or something. Whoa. Yeah. That's deep. Did you think he should have got fired? Uh, no, I don't think he should have gotten fired. I do. That's one of the weird aspects of the story. I mean, I yeah. think it's like kind of funny to like complain about the oh, gift, but, but, it, but if he's right... And all the U.S. employees got something. Then it sounds like a legitimate yeah. grievance to me. I like this story. It's like a weird story, and but it's got a twist. There's a, there's a a real p- part of it that's worth talking about. Yeah, yeah. And there's hot sauce involved. Yeah, I like hot sauce. Let's go from your story into my drunk driving story. Ooh, nice. This involves a New York assemblyman. I mean, uh, not nice that people are drunk driving. Right. Of course, you know, but, nobody but, was injured. But, but okay, well that's good. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, Brian Cobb, 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 maybe K O L B, Cobb, a uh, Republican assemblyman in New York. Mm. Uh, he's been in office since the year 2000. Uh, New Year's Eve, which just passed, he was driving drunk, crashed his government SUV. Um, he called AAA instead of the police. Uh, they showed up, and there were there were some questions. Yeah, the assemblyman told AAA, "Quote: My wife was driving." <laughs> 
You know how women drive. Oh, man. Well, really, what, what, what was happening here is his wife was not driving because AAA called the police because this seemed weird, and they had a telephone, like a utility pole, and more mm. things needed to be happening instead of like changing a flat tire. When was uh, this guy first elected, did you say? 2000. So he, so it's now the year 2020, as we sit here. This guy's been in office for 20 years, and he's like, drunk driving, blaming- His wife. And all women for getting behind the wheel. Yes. <laughs> also not good. You know how women drive. I- I don't even like saying that because out of context, someone would be like, well, hey, Trumpy. And I'm like, right. no, no, no. Like if you try to run against this guy, that would be a commercial against you that he yeah. could record. I wonder how his wife feels about this whole thing. Or his any of his however many thousands of constituents. Right. I, what part of New York was this? Like, um, is that uh, like Western New York? Is that That's not New York City, is it? Near Syracuse. Oh. Or perhaps because the, the, the source is the Syracuse Post-Dispatch, hopefully a real paper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hopefully that's not just some made up name with a yeah, made up yeah. story. Speaking of made up, my next one may be because <laughs> it's from a reputable source called Reddit. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just go right into that one. This I, is I, a I really hear good your, one. Yeah. This, this may take some time. I'm I can do this. A man is dating a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go on several dates. He is buying all the meals. Okay. They have a mutual friend that tips him off that the woman is dating him only for the free meals. This is what makes me think maybe it's true because there were images of the texts from between the women on Reddit. Got Reddit, it. Reddit equals reliable. What happens is now the man is aware that he is being used because he, because he heard second or third hand that yes. um, that that might be the case. So now he's dead sure that he knows it. Yeah. He invites her out for another date. They go to an expensive restaurant. He eats big. They drink big. He goes to the bathroom. What do you think happens next? My guess is that he doesn't come back. He doesn't come back. Left. He was also her ride. 45 minutes later, he gets a whole lot of text, including the fact that she's done dating him. She's angry. Yeah. She also had to have her mom come pick her up at the restaurant and pay the bill. (laughs) Is he a hero? Is he a zero? I think he's a hero. Uh, okay. I d- completely disagree, but let's hear your argument. Because he, inter- he but she was using him. She was being evil. <sighs> wow. And he skipped out. Yeah. All these rumors, all these like backroom things that may or may not have happened. Absolutely. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. As, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm we un- can't even confirm the story is true, but assuming all things are true in that story i would say that a little revenge was okay i in certain contexts maybe revenge is okay right yeah i mean nobody got hurt there wasn't like i i'm not into and and the know. mom took care of it so it's okay yeah and i mean i'm all about moms <sighs> this story is like one of the more disturbing things to me this is in pennsylvania this is in something uh, it was like a store like a clothing store i believe Someone brought in a small vial of bed bugs and just released them into the changing room or something. And some kid like went home with one and that's how they found out and they like oh. traced it back to this vial. Bed bugs are probably the scariest thing to me in my life. I've never actually like experienced them or even seen a real one. But I've never seen one. But I've read about them and like they can you can freeze them and they unfreeze and they're still alive. You have to like burn them off. I have secondhand bed bug knowledge through working in the hotel industry years ago. Uh Death Valley National Park. 
uh, one of the hotels got bed bugs, but what they did was they had to rent cargo trailers, paint them black. For, and this was summertime. They had put all the furniture and beds in the cargo trailer because once you painted it black and in the desert sun, it's 130 degrees outside, the cargo trailer would get hot enough on the inside to kill the bud, bed bugs. Ugh. And that was a way to do it without having the, the chemicals and stuff. So I'm terrified of bed bugs as well. Thanks for listening to the Bizarre Briefs podcast. Check us out on valleyadvocate.com. Give us a like on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to listen to my radio show.